What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Rock Video Rental. Uh, we are continuing with Awesomely Bad Month. Uh, I am Brandon, and with me, as always, is Caleb. Um, Caleb, you've been watching anything interesting? Um, yeah, maybe it'll come to me. Uh, <laughs> but the the first thing I wanted to mention was I did not realize that the Goldbergs was still like releasing episodes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Like we got it was kind of funny because we finished it like I don't know a week or two ago. Yeah, and I thought it was so weird how they ended. I was just like, so they just cut the budget and they just stopped releasing episodes. I totally didn't look when it was released. So we were on Hulu uh, tonight and we saw that there was a new episode. I was like, oh, no way. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it too tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. Um, So it's fun having that back. Uh, Started watching uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, I like that one. That was a good show. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, that one is done. They aren't releasing any more episodes of that. Okay. All right, good to know. I was watching, re-watching um, Breaking Bad to try to watch as much as I could before our Netflix dropped out. That just uh, ended the Netflix subscription, and I only was able to watch one season. I got through season two, so... That wasn't too bad. If I think of the other one, I swore there was a movie that I watched. But no, I can't think of it. So I'll let you go. What have you been uh, watching lately? <laughs> oh, man. Um, been watching Bar Rescue still. Okay. That's been the bulk of it. I mean, I watched a couple other things, too. I watched the first episode of the old Weird Science TV show. <laughs> They made a TV show in the 90s based off the the 80s John Hughes movie. Uh, it was kind of interesting. It wasn't bad. So I'll probably continue watching some of that. Um, man, and the other thing I watched, I, I was still watching more Godzilla stuff. I watched Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. But Uh-oh. that's pretty much it on that end. Dude, that's what I forgot. I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, uh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, because we we talked about last week. That's why I was thrown mm-hmm. off, because we talked about last week because you watched it. And then I watched it, like, I think the night after we recorded or maybe the next night. So that's why I forgot that. I hadn't talked about it yet because you already talked about it. So, yeah, that that was pretty great. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. So, well, before we jump into it, uh, there was uh, something I wanted to mention. So something I wanted to share if um uh well actually I haven't shared I I'm mentioning it before I've uh we've shared it from the show but I um I'm doing kind of like a personal project doing a little mental health awareness before mm-hmm. mental health awareness month <laughs> uh, mental health awareness month is May so I'm doing a little fundraiser awareness campaign and so you will see some of that shared on our facebook and twitter i just kind of wanted to mention on the show you could check it out uh it's got some information on there and then also just kind of a a part of the awareness that we're doing is doing uh 
t-shirts as kind of like conversation pieces. So that store is up until April 23rd, if anyone is interested. And if you are, look on Facebook or Twitter and you'll find a link. So rock. Yeah, I believe um, we both shared it. Yeah, so it's on there. And then I'm going to go on tonight or tomorrow and share it directly from the episode. So, or from the podcast. So, yeah, good idea. So, anything else? Nope. I think that's uh, all the stuff we wanted to get out of the way at the beginning. All right. So, we can dive right into it. So the topic of the week is Baywatch season six, episode 15 titled bash at the beach. Um, it, it was from 1996 and here's the plot. It's pretty long. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> For <laughs> how slow kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. um, CJ rescues pro wrestler Hulk Hogan who tells her, Cody, and the rest of the Baywatch team that he is in town with fellow wrestler Randy Savage in trying to prevent the Venice Boys Youth Center that is faced with being closed from his arch-rival Ric Flair and his gang of Kevin Sullivan and Big Van Vader. Flair then challenges Hogan and Savage into a grudge match for control of the Youth Center. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stephanie is dating Mitch's old friend, Tom, a dermatologist who diagnoses her with melanoma, which Stephanie turns into, which turns Stephanie into a nervous wreck. (laughs) Meanwhile, that is like the longest plot (laughs) that I think I have ever read on the show. Yeah, I feel like that 
you don't need to watch the episode anymore except for to find out what happens with the bat the beach bash <laughs> right i feel like the whole um melanoma thing was shoehorned into this episode yeah and i'm sure we'll get to that because um totally like this show this episode is all over the place <laughs> 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 yeah well honestly i wanted to point this out before i forgot uh so season six episode 15 right mm-hmm. it took him six seasons to address skin cancer <laughs> on baywatch i mean i feel like that would have been an important thing for them May, uh, now maybe they addressed it before and talked about the importance of sunscreen but i was just like shouldn't you guys have been addressing this like all along <laughs> right yeah, especially since like the whole thing takes place on the beach and there like people in swimsuits all over the place <laughs> and everybody's yeah. super tanned. I feel like there's a backstory for them like finally getting around to it. it's like, oh, I guess we got to talk about this. Or <laughs> it's like, I wonder if there's another episode where someone gets heat stroke. Oh, oh, I'm sure there's got to be somewhere along there. There's got to be, but. I, guess I mean, I... if 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 this one to kind of kickstart off the kind of the beginning of it, if this one can be about them rescuing somebody, rescuing, rescuing somebody who gets bashed in the head with a ski do, <laughs> I think heat stroke comes up somewhere. I got kind of a funny story about that too when we get into it. <laughs> um, but I guess before we get too far, I can introduce the cast. Uh, I'm pretty sure most people have seen at least one episode, if not part of an episode of Baywatch. I mean, it was pretty massive in the 90s, in syndication especially. Uh, it was one of those shows that did great ratings. Uh, critics hated it. And it was, it's considered one of the worst TV shows of all time, but it lasted forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, like this episode we're doing is season six, episode 15. Yeah. And I think this show ran for like another five years after this. I uh, believe it. Multiple spinoffs and other iterations of it. But the cast is Pamela Anderson as CJ Parker, David Hasselhoff as Mitch Buchanan. We got Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Invader, all playing themselves. Um, also, Kevin Sullivan is in there. He's another wrestler. And then. Um, yeah, I guess Yasmin Bleeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I could go on forever. There's this show is known for like tons of castmates, mm. and you never really know who they are. It's just like, oh, here's good-looking girl number five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this you know this starts off with Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man racing jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulkster gets sidetracked by these two girls going by. He kind of loses his focus and then flies off his jet ski, which then comes back and hits him in the face and knocks him out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of art imitating reality because he had the same thing happen to him in like 1993, I think. Oh, really? It was, one of the, it was the last WrestleMania that he was in. Um, you know, kind of the, there's a lot of like stories and speculation of what happened to Hulk Hogan because he showed up for the show with a black eye 
and there was nothing in the storyline saying what happened. Uh, he claims it was a jet ski accident where it hit him in the eye. <laughs> um, okay. Others say that like he got in a fight with a macho man before this. <laughs> like a real life like altercation because they were kind of like frenemies where they were best friends and then they hated each other and then they were best friends kind of back and forth. Nice. Uh, so that's you know, rumor that you get a black eye from Macho Man, but I, it's kind of funny that they. this is the beginning of the episode. Uh, you know, of course, the lifeguards see it. Uh, Pam Anderson goes out and gets him. They bring him back. They give him CPR. And then he like sits up and they're like, oh my God, it's Hulk Hogan. Which always cracks me up because you didn't know it was Hulk Hogan before he sat up. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's got to be the, one of the most recognizable guys in the world. I know. <laughs> like, who else? You got, like, this guy who's six foot six, like, 300 pounds, super tan, has his bright blonde mustache, and he's wearing a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> super jacked up guy. I mean, like, if it's not Hulk Hogan, then who the heck is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, lo- I, I loved it, too, because I caught on to what they were doing um, before they kind of uh, addressed it, I guess you might say, but they had, like, five or six female lifeguards yeah drag him out of the water and then they're all like crowding him when he regains consciousness yeah it's like it, it, oh that was strategic yeah and they're all like kind of swooning over him yeah it giving him like the um the quote-unquote bedroom eyes <laughs> <laughs> and, you know hulkster drops a great line with like I was like, I did get to heaven <laughs> in like this whole episode. So another thing that Hulk Hogan is kind of notorious for is having kind of a large ego. No, especially when he was in WCW, which at the time this was WCW. Um, it's he had like creative control of his character, so he was able to like change storylines and stuff in the shows. And it was obvious at some points, like if he had to lose, there was always something screwy happening. So it looked like he got screwed over. Of course. Uh, and it's just, you know, just to pump up his ego. But like this whole episode is kind of like that too, because every time someone sees him, they're like, oh my God, it's all Kogan. <laughs> uh, so like shortly after that, you know, Hulkster almost dies. And then Macho Man flies up and like gives him a hard time for like take it off in the race and getting distracted. <laughs> like, um, Hey dude, like your, your buddy almost died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and one thing I love about macho man in this is that his, he's wearing swim trunks that say macho man on him. <laughs> 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 Just living that gimmick 24 seven brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does have a lot more lines in this than he did in Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes, for sure. Whether that's a a, a good thing or not. Um, I think it helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, you know, kind of at the same time, we got you know, the other stories starting to develop where, um, you know, dude, for David Hasselhoff being like the main character on the show, he's not really in this episode all that much. No. Um, you know, and I watched a fair amount of Baywatch in my life. 
Um, and I've watched some of the, the spinoffs on it. Uh, Baywatch Hawaii was one of them and Baywatch Nights, which is interesting, <laughs> 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 which we might have to get one of those sometime. Uh, check it out. But um, yeah, I mean, Hasselhoff is always such a huge deal on this show. And, you know, you mentioned how it was like four or five female lifeguards that pulled Hogan out of the water. Wouldn't have been hilarious if it was David Hasselhoff that pulled him out and had to give him CPR. <laughs> I know. I thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Uh, but, you know, we get Mitch, aka Hasselhoff, talking to Stephanie, who. As a kid, I was just referred to as the flat-chested lifeguard because she was the only one. <laughs> only realistic one. Yeah, the only one that didn't have um, big silicone boobs. But um, And they're apparently used to date at one point, but I don't remember that watching the show as a kid. But It sounded know, like they, they made it sound like it was maybe before the show took place. Yeah, I think so. I it sounds like they were just kind of, they dated in the past and just, I don't know, didn't have chemistry or whatever. So they just decided to be friends kind of deal. Um, but she is going out with Mitch's friend, Tom, who is a dermatologist and lifeguard. <laughs> Tom, the dermatologist. Dermato- dermatologist slash lifeguard. Um it's a really weird scene. Like they're having like a romantic scene on the beach at night and, uh, awkward kind of just like embracing each other. And he's like, Hmm, how long is this mole you have had red around the outside? And she's like, Oh, forever. And he's like, you might want to get that checked out. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, we kind of go from that to, uh, Hogan and, and macho man, working out on the beach wearing their wrestling gear <laughs> thank you i was gonna say that i was like okay well the hogan's oh, like hogan's is usable like you could work out in that outfit but what the heck was macho man doing uh, macho man is the macho man like he just <laughs> doesn't care he just is who he is uh this whole thing with Hulk, with hogan wearing his wrestling gear cracks me up because the movie no holds barred Mm-hmm. It was like his first movie, and he walks around in wrestling gear like all the time in it. That's what it made me think of. Um, so this is where we kind of get the whole backstory and the plot, the main plot for this episode. Yeah, like half that plot you explained happens in this scene. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So like, uh, they're saying, "Oh man, the the youth center apparently like Hogan and Savage went to as kids." I, I guess. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's getting. Well, let's let's not forget to mention either that both of those guys are from Florida <laughs> in real life, and Baywatch is in California. But okay. Um, <laughs> so we we find out that that their boys' club is gonna get bought out and closed down and everything and like oh we have to do something to help it and and enrolls is like this limousine and oh steps rick flair of course and you know he's just doing his typical rick flair stick um kind of insulting the quote-unquote good guys and talking about you know kind of flaunting that he owns the 
the land that the Boys and Girls Club is on or whatever it is. And um, he's going to shut it down just, you know, because he's evil. <laughs> yeah, and he wants to build condos or whatever. Yeah, and he says woo like 50 times and it's great. Uh, <laughs> and then Vader like goes and intimidates him and gets a basketball and pops it, which I'm sure was probably real because Vader was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> like That dude's huge or was huge before he passed away. Um, and, you know, we get some terrible back and forth. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Hogan drops the weird line that I used in the trailer for this month where he said, you know what they say, those who can do and those who can't don't. And he, like, smirks like it's a great line. Yeah, like, what? All right, brother. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Oh, man. I basically felt like ha- half of this episode, actually, maybe even more than half of this episode, was just like the WCW taking over. Dude, it totally was. It was basically. You know, I'll get to that too when I get some like some facts and stuff. Um, it it basically was, and it was basically kind of just like fleshed out to be. A promotion. Uh, kind of a promotion, but I'll, I'll kind of get to that later. Um, <laughs> so, you know, now we get the idea of it's going to be Flair versus Macho Man and then Vader versus Hulkster for the deed to the youth center, which I'm not really sure how this works. Like, um, was it like, because there's that's two matches. So what if they split? Did like Hogan and Macho Man both have to win? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I was just like, so do they try to make it dramatic where Macho Man's gonna lose and then Hulk has to come in and win it? Like, yeah, I'm, and I'm surprised they didn't do that. That'd be just another thing ego for boost. Yeah, for Hogan. Yeah. Well, like, I was okay, thinking Macho too, Man, like the only guy that comes close to me in popularity. It's like, oh, I'll put him under my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just kind of like once you knew Macho Man won, you knew they technically kind of couldn't lose. I mean, it would just be a draw at the worst yeah. case. But. Or maybe just Hulkster had the win and it didn't really matter what Macho Man did. He could just go out there and pimp Slim Jims for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh... You know, after that, we get another emotional scene where Dr. Tom basically uh, <laughs> tells Stephanie, you know, you actually do have melanoma. And uh, we're going to do more tests on it, make sure it hasn't spread. And, uh, you know, she's rightfully freaking out. And oh, yeah. we get some st- stuff where she's walking around on the beach, like asking everybody if they put sunscreen on, which just cracks me up. Like if I'm sitting there on the beach and some random lifeguard comes up to be like, "Hey, did you put sunscreen on?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, that's her problem." <laughs> I was thinking the same thing that they were definitely making her look crazy. Honestly, dude, man, when I saw they showed that uh, group of women who were doing the uh, baby oil and they were all red, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that made me cringe, man. Have you ever been, you've probably been burned pretty bad. Dude, I have red hair. What do you think? <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were, you know, 
smartly cautious. No, I'm still kind of an idiot. Okay. Um, sometimes it amazes me how fast I can get burnt. Um, I've gotten burnt in a shade before. Oh my gosh. I've gotten burnt sitting in my um, in-law's garage with just like, I think like the sun beating off the the cement in the driveway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm like ghostly and I get burnt really easily. Um, I got burnt super bad when we were at the Jamaica. So... And I was sitting in this in the shade the whole time. Oh, um, I got I got burnt really bad in Miami one time. Oh man! So, but yeah, definitely been there. Uh, so you know she's freaking out about the whole sunblock thing, and then it's like hard turn back to Hulk Hogan and <laughs> back to ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, basically like it's a weird kind of like that scene in Rocky where he's runs up to the top of the steps because like all these random kids just start following Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But I have an important question, Brandon. Are Mm. you tougher than tough? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to mention that too. Oh gosh. Yeah. So the song in this, it's tougher than tough. He's got the right stuff. When the going gets rough, he's more than strong enough. (laughs) (laughs) I just put my notes like, Hogan, just rest your ego, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When that, when that, uh, yeah, workout um, montage started and everything, I just, uh, I just rolled my eyes. Oh, gosh. And it reminds me of, so around this time, Hulk Hogan released his own album, too. Called Hulk Rules, of course. Okay. And most of the songs are about how great he is. So if you guys ever get a chance, check that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get, like this whole scene where like they're following him and he's running on the beach. Um, and it's just like all these Hogan's so great because before that he rescues a kid who falls oh. off like these rocks and a rock like pins him into the water. Mm-hmm. And him and Pam Anderson go to help the kid, and Hulk Hogan like rips off the, like picks up this huge boulder off a kid, <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh. Uh, and then we get the crazy montage, and it ends with Hogan trying to like rally everybody, like, "Yeah, we're gonna save the boys, uh, the boys center." And uh, you know, Macho Man is kind of like the hype guy too in the background. And it, it, you know, it goes from that to basically like the wrestling stuff there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get some other scenes of a castle off, just kind of talking to Stephanie and blah 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 blah. No one really cares about that plot, even though it's like the most serious part of the show. Right. <laughs> it, it's very interesting that they decided to put those two things together in the same episode. Yeah the the tone of this episode is so way like off. Yeah, I, it really was, I mean, cause so many other episodes, it would have been more appropriate and been able to be more serious, but this just, you went from super serious to super ridiculous. Yeah. Super like corny. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Macho Man comes out, he has his match. Um, did you notice all the Slim Jim signs everywhere? Yes, I was going to bring that up. 
because you know one of the things that Macho Man is like extremely like known for is Step into Slim slip. Jim. <laughs> Step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and even now they make uh, these special Slim Jims that have his face on it on the package, yep. and they're called Savage Size, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing of that they brought that back. Uh, he, you know, he has his badge. You know, Ric Flair does his normal shtick at it, and which is hilarious because Hogan was always kind of known for like taking on the big monster guys, and that's really the only reason he's taken on Vader. I mean, Vader was a big deal in WCW back then, but to have him go against the, to have Flair go against the Macho Man instead of Hogan when he's like the main bad guy, yeah, I thought it was kind of odd. Me too. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I guess I can get into a little more of that, too, because this episode is just kind of shoehorned in with that whole storyline for wrestling. Um, did you notice another celebrity come out with Hulk Hogan uh, uh, during his match? I may have uh, slipped across his name in the cast list. Dennis Rodman? <laughs> yep, I saw that. I was just like, what? Where was he? Yeah, I just put down a wild Dennis Rodman sighting. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, when they shot this, he probably just didn't show up for practice for the Bulls that day. <laughs> which was which was common for Dennis Rodman back in the day. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, in the, in the documentary about the Bulls. Yeah. yeah I remember them saying, like... He didn't show up for practice. No one knew where he was, and he showed up on a WCW pay-per-view that night. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doesn't surprise me with Rodman. Uh, so, like, this match is like, boom, surprise cage match versus Vader. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, like, Hogan spends the whole time just kind of beating the crap out of Vader. It's not like a typical, like, Hulk Hogan match. Um you know, usually what happens in a Hulk Hogan match is, you know, he starts off strong, and then the bad guy beats the crap out of him. He hulks up, does like his three moves of the death, and never then he wins, and then he flexes. <laughs> I bet they probably ran out of time. Probably. Yeah. Um, so you know, but Hogan he did wins. he did hurt his back. Oh yeah, which is probably just real because he's got a bad back. Um, so you know, the Hulkster wins. Big surprise. And, you know, now he and Macho Man can save the the boys club. And there is there is the scene as soon as they win and they get off of the the ring that Macho Man can be seen holding on to like six Slim Jims. <laughs> Did you catch that? I did not. I wish I would have. I'll have to go back and watch it now. Yes, it was when they were in the tent and like boasting in Ric Flair's face that he was carrying his Slim Jims. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's just great. And then we go from that, like, super high, like, yay, they saved this for all these, like, less fortunate kids. Then we go back to the Stephanie story, and Dr. Tom shows up with some bad news, and like, hey, you know, like, you got the cancer, and it's spread. End of episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to laugh at the situation, but man, like just this, as you said, just this episode all over the place. Oh, it is acting job in it too, Tom. Um, 
his line delivery amazing. Or it's just like he shows up the first time and she's like, Is it melanoma? And he goes, Yes. And then he shows up later and she's like, Did it spread? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Are you so, telling me that I had a chance to be on Baywatch because of my acting skills? Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know I know I wasn't because I wasn't like a model. <laughs> I'm not a model, so I couldn't have been on there. I'm a much... model. I'm a model slash actor, and not the other way around. Yeah, that's pretty much it for for Baywatch. You had to be either super good looking or David Hasselhoff, or or Hulk Hogan, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brother. Uh, so the acting in this, we, we kind of touched on a little bit here. Um, it's Baywatch, so and there's wrestlers in it, so yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, like going back and watching Baywatch, uh, David Hasselhoff deserves a little more credit than what he's given. I mean, he. I think I think it he's not got... he's not the best actor, but he gives. He he definitely gives it. You know, he does yeah. his best with what he's given. And he's botchable, and he just you know, charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, what it makes me want to do is go back and watch Knight Rider. <laughs> honestly, um, because I'd like to know if he kind of just got roped into the poor performance of Baywatch in general. Yeah, that so. could be. Um, what I have in my notes is like, was Hasselhoff that decent, or is that everybody else is so bad around him that he shines for being average? <laughs> Which is possible. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Man, second best actor, though, I, I guess maybe the woman that played Stephanie. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember and I didn't write down because I was so prepared. <laughs> well, um,. Talking about acting, definitely one of the lowest points in the episode was when Hulk Hogan went back and had the conversation with Pamela. And they were sitting next to each other and they were quote unquote joking with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, I can't remember what he said and what he joked about, but then she said, oh yeah, we're going some of uh, me and some of the girls are going to the boys center uh after this to help volunteer and then he said oh is it okay if i go with you guys and she's like no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and it was delivered just like that no i'm just kidding well i mean pam anderson was never known for acting (laughs) (laughs) no i know but then the hulk did the same thing too i mean i can't remember what his lame joke was who knows Oh, uh, so the the actress I was thinking of, her name is Alexandra Paul. Okay. And she's done a fair amount of things. Um, really not that bad. Definitely kind of like soap opera level acting. Because, yeah. I mean, Baywatch is basically just a soap opera. Oh, yeah. That scene on the beach where she was having a picnic with Dr. Tom. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally. Like been. Yeah, that could have been taken right from One Life to Live or something. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like they were trying to set up a shot for a picture for the front of a romance novel. 
<laughs> that's honestly like I looked at it and I was just like, just snap a picture and put it on a book. <laughs> <laughs> just they call they call cut. They bring in Fabio and then they roll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'd be like the Wayne's World moment. Where it's like, couldn't we get a better actor than this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So trivia, I don't have too much. Um, there wasn't really too much out there for it, but so the Savage Flair and Hogan Vader matches were actually taped from WCW Bash at the Beach from 1995. Um, that was actually held on July 16th. However, the episode did not air until February 96. At that point, like Vader was already in the WWE for a month. Huh. And he was fired from WCW for a, a backstage fight um, in September of 95. <clears throat> so this whole episode, it really seemed like a promotion or like something like that, trying to get like publicity for yeah. the pay-per-view. But it was shot at the pay-per-view. And I, it's, I don't understand. Maybe they're hoping that somebody would buy it on VHS afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, very odd. Um, yeah, and I got the, the only other trivia thing I got. So the actual date that this aired was February 19th, 96. <laughs> um. Yeah, I still find it weird that, you know, I, I guess the whole reason, like I said, you know, Flair is like the main bad guy in this. So why doesn't he fight Hogan? Well, it makes sense since they shot it at that pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. So, like, this has absolutely nothing to do with the storyline that was at that pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Do you know, did he really pick up Vader? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dang. Like... I mean, he made it look. I know, I know they coordinate things, but they made that look easy. Oh yeah, Vader was like close to four hundred pounds. Well, he uh, body slammed Andre the Giant before, so Vader did or oh uh, no, Hulk Hogan did. Okay. Yeah. See, I did not know that. So. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was a pretty strong dude back in the day, and this was even like when he was off the steroids. <laughs> he was a pretty strong brother. <laughs> he was a pretty strong brother jack dude <laughs> those are his his three nouns that he uses brother jack and dude uh, but yeah so only three of the wrestlers in this are still alive because flair's still kicking hogan's alive and kevin sullivan's still around uh kevin sullivan has like one line in this and then just kind of disappears yeah <laughs> Uh, and you know, Macho Man and Vader both passed away. Vader passed away just a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if you recognized him from Boy Meets World. Nope. Where he played, um, what was the big guy's name on Boy Meets World? Like the bully. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? And then he became like Corey's friend. Yeah. He's been in tons of movies and stuff, like American History X. He was in, um, man, lots of other stuff. He was on My Name is Earl. Yeah. Remember the Titans? Uh, I can't remember what his name was on uh, Boy Meets World. I can't think of it either. But Vader played his dad. Okay. <laughs> Which is fitting. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, Vader definitely was pretty underrated back in the day because he weighed like 400 pounds. He was like 6'6", and he could do like a backflip off the top rope. That's Being that, that big of a guy. But yeah, you want to get into grades? Rock. So, you know, since it's a TV show, there's Rotten Tomatoes for it, but I got the IMDb score. You want to guess what that is? Uh, um, 5.0. Uh, it was a 6.6. Oh, wow. And I got, I got to believe that it got that high of a rating just because wrestling fans watched it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and, you know, Baywatch is one of those shows, too, that's got like kind of a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put the entire series on Amazon Prime. I think last year it was on. I mean, it's still there, but they just put it on there last year. And you've watched every episode, right? No, I watched <laughs> a good chunk of like a couple seasons, maybe like the first two or three seasons. Um, I, I honestly kind of wonder if people feel like the show started out strong and then kind of, you know washed out over time or if it got any better over time you know see the funny thing about baywatch is that it was i think like the first season it didn't do very good ratings and it was removed from like whatever channel was on like cbs or something like that Mm -hmm. and then it got picked up in syndication and that's when it hit its stride so it probably wasn't until like you know, the third season that really started taking off. And I don't think Pam Anderson is like in the first two seasons. Yeah, that's probably not surprising. (laughs) Because she was on Home Improvement for a while. Oh. Well, I don't think there's really much of anything that would get me to invest time to investigate. (laughs) And watch. Watch more Baywatch. (laughs) Oh, man. But Baywatch Nights is something you definitely should check out sometime. It's, I mean, it's David Hasselhoff fighting monsters and stuff. <laughs> it's Baywatch in space. Space, space, space. Um, so, do you want to get into your grade? What's your grade for it? Oh, man, I'm... <laughs> I'm almost at a loss. Because it's just so... It's so weird. It's so bad and weird because you get taken to such levels of ridiculousness and then you get slapped in the face with like reality i guess or the seriousness mm-hmm. and so i just yeah that that was not good <laughs> uh, like they could have had any other storyline in the background but they oh, decided yeah. to go with that um Man, I think uh I think I'm I I am I'm, I'm trying to kind of compare it to things that I've graded before. So I think I'm honestly going to go as far down as a 2. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I didn't think it was too too bad. I was looking at 2.5. I just gave Troll a 2.5. But honestly, like, I, I'll i go back and watch Troll, the Troll 2. Yeah. 
this one though i i don't think i'll ever really rewatch. so i want to put it lower than troll 2 so i think i think an even two is solid yeah i think this is probably the third time i've watched this episode um the first time i watched it was a yeah, last year when they first put baywatch on amazon prime because i was really interested in yeah i wanted to see how they did that with wcw showing up um and then I watched it twice before we did the review. But, uh, man, this was kind of like the predecessor of Thunder in Paradise, which I believe was made by the same guy. So they just, after this, they decided to like, give Hulk Hogan his own show or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of similar, but kind of terrible. Uh, I think it was, was it? You know, it might have been before this was Thunder in Paradise. I don't know. Before this episode, at least. Baywatch is around, like, I think it started in, like, 1989 or something like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, and we're going to watch the first episode of Thunder in Paradise, so don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) So you might want to save a lower rating for that one. (laughs) Uh so it's kind of hard for me to grade this too. You know, I said that the tone is terrible in it. It's all over the place. Uh, you know, like we've touched on numerous times, like one second we're worried about Stephanie having cancer and then the next um, we're watching Hulk Hogan and Macho Man lift weights on the beach in their wrestling gear. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's... Typical Baywatch, it's typical mid-90s WCW, which was pretty bad. Uh, it wasn't until later on until they hit their stride and got popular. Um, you know, and Hulk Hogan was a lot of the reason for that, because he was, like, the biggest name in wrestling at the time. But, uh, man, I don't know. I just, it's so corny and so terrible that, it, and, like, all the stuff that's there for Hulk Hogan's ego that just cracked me up, because I... You know, I kind of know some of the, the backstory with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went kind of middle of the road. I went a three out of five. Okay. Um, it's it's entertaining that it's it's so bad. And it, like I said before, anything that has the Macho Man in it, I'll watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just so entertaining. Um, and it just cracks me up that the way he talks was his actual voice. That wasn't like a character or anything. Yeah. <laughs> which is just hilarious to think of. No, uh, I think oh. I think a three is fair. You you gave it less than Troll too, so I uh, I can appreciate that. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to mention too that Macho Man dropped one of his classic rhymes: uh, "Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour, <laughs> funky <laughs> like a monkey," <laughs> uh, which. He always had kind of his little catchphrases that he said. but uh, So next week, we're going to be diving into another movie. And it's What Are Your Choices? Yeah. Um, it's a movie I've never seen before. So it should be interesting. Um, I might let you take the lead on that. So Rock. Since you've, I know you've probably seen it quite a few times. But we're going to be talking about Johnny Dangerously. I've seen it once, maybe twice. Oh, okay. So not too much. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, should be a good time. And until then, be kind and rewind.
You ready? Time to get strong. Time to win. Yeah, let's do it. For the boys club. For the boys club. Thanks for getting me out of the house.